Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today I am going to be talking about something that happened when I was at the Australian Beauty Expo in August. I was a speaker at the Beauty Expo in Sydney at the International Convention Centre, ICC, that's what it's called, in Darling Harbour. And it was a fabulous event. Uh, There were so many amazing exhibitors there and I had such a crazy good time and I just cannot believe how much this event has actually grown in the time that I've been in the beauty industry. I remember going to the Beauty Expo in Melbourne. I think there used to be two a year and I went to the one in Melbourne. That was the first one I'd ever attended and it was pretty small compared to these crazy big Sydney ones now. So yeah, really great event. If you are in the beauty industry, you're looking for new products or services that you want to add to your salon or you know business advice, you want to see speakers, you want to attend other things while you're there. The Beauty Industry Awards were actually on at the same time and I had the privilege of attending those as well and my salon was nominated for an award. Oh, not nominated. We were nominated, but then we were finalists. So we we're actually there. Unfortunately, we didn't win, but um, yeah, it was still a fantastic, fantastic evening. But as I mentioned, I was a speaker and I spoke about business growth. No surprise there. And, you know, it was a, a presentation that I had changed slightly from one that I gave at the International Lash Masters Conference in October last year. And basically, it just centered around, you know, empowering women to grow their business, you know, stop being afraid to hire and, you know, hand off control and stop trying to let your ego control you and and run your business into the ground, really, because it's our ego that actually does that. To ourselves and and to our businesses. We self-sabotage usually, but um, I was blown away at the amount of people that came up and spoke to me after my presentation. And well, number one, I was blown away that anyone came up to me anyway. It was was so lovely. You know, people that came up and said, you know, I listened to your podcast or I've been following you on Instagram for a really long time or, you know, whatever. But the main concern that they were talking about or the main advice that they wanted from me was I can't hire anyone. You know, how can I possibly do that? Everyone wants to steal all your clients and start their own businesses. So how can I ever trust anyone to look after my business if I'm not there? Or, you know, how can I ever fully train them properly without them just running off and, and, you know, it's going to burn my business down to the ground. And I'm going, well, you know, you just have to trust that people aren't going to do that. Yes, some people might, but you need to trust in your ability to, you know, grow a business that it's not going to burn to the ground if that happens. You know, I was searching for a word or a phrase that would better describe it, but, you know, it's bad employee proof, I guess. You train people well enough and they work for you long enough and you have great policies and systems in place where your clients are visiting 
a number of team members, not just one all the time. Or, you know, there's, I mean, there's other things you can do as well, but, you know, you need to really just trust that not everyone is going to do that. And the reason why is because not everyone is like you. And what I mean by that is we obviously are entrepreneurs. We have, you know, the drive in us to work for ourselves and grow our businesses or grow our empires or franchises or, you know, multiple business ventures or whatever it is you want to do. But that is what drives us. And there are so many different personality types in this world. It's what makes things interesting and what makes the world go round. And let me tell you now, not everyone is like you. And the sooner that you realize this, the more comfortable you're going to feel with hiring people in your business, handing over information, letting them do things, carry out systems and processes on their own without you needing to hold their hand. And, you know, maybe completely stepping out of your business or only working a really small amount of hours. You know, it is very easy to fall into the trap of thinking that this is what everyone's goal is because it's always been your goal. But let me tell you now, (laughs) it is not. You've probably met people or come across people in your life. They might be friends or family. You might have heard heard them say things like, when I go home at the end of the day, I just don't want to have to do any more work. I don't want to have to think about work. I, or, you know, I don't want any responsibility. I don't want to have to be responsible for that. Not my job, not my problem. You know, there's a lot of people that are like this and that's fine. I don't necessarily tend to be like that, but that is so fine. For example, my mum was definitely like this. Uh, she, I can remember as a teenager, she would say she'd be looking for a new job. And yeah, my mum used to work in administration, so uh, reception on the front counter. You know, I think she used to do work in pays and stuff like that as well. But yeah, it got to a point where she was getting a bit older and she literally just didn't want any responsibility. Um, She didn't want to do payroll and stuff like that. She didn't want to do account reconciling. She literally just wanted to answer the phone and direct inquiries because she just didn't want to work her way up in the business. And that's fine. Like I said, everyone is different. Whereas, you know, my dad was very different. He never wanted to have his own business, but he definitely wanted to work his way up through the ranks. He wanted to climb. He wanted to be the boss. And, you know, maybe that's where I get it from. I'm probably a little bit more of a risk taker because, you know, I didn't want to work up the ranks. Well, I used to believe that I wanted to when I was employed by somebody else, but then I just realized that I just really wanted to work for myself and, and grow my own business and or businesses as time has gone has gone on. But yeah, so there are so many different personality types in this world and that's what makes life fun. It would be so boring if we're all the same and we all wanted to be our own bosses and we all wanted to grow empires. Jeez, it would be hard. It would be tough. Um, no one would ever be able to get staff. Yeah, it'd, it'd be terrible. But there are people out there. You need to be confident that there are people out there that do just want to come to work. They want to do their best at work and then they want to go home and live their personal life and then come back the next day and do a good job again. And, you know, yes, after a few years, 
this might shift to them maybe thinking that they want to work on their own, might want to start up from home, or they might want to open their own salon. But I've spoken about this on the podcast before. That's okay. If you get a few good years service out of someone and they're a highly productive team member, they're working for you full time. They should be making or depending, you know, what your specialty is in your salon, what you charge your services out at, you know, and what you pay your staff and all of that sort of stuff. You know, my girls don't make any less than 160K a year each for the business. So if they are highly productive and they have made you like a few hundred thousand dollars over the, you know, the course of the time they've been employed by you, how is that a loss? How is that bad? In that time, you've probably brought on other team members as well because you've had, you know, you've had the money there to do it. You've had the money and the time because having that productive team member has freed up a bit of your time, hopefully, and it's created more revenue that's coming into the business. So you do have the time and, you know, the means to train other team members. But I just don't see it as a loss. If someone comes in and works for you for a few years, makes you good money, and then goes and starts their own business or goes and works somewhere else, that's fine. So be it. They were really great while they were with you and full stop. That's okay. Your business is not going to burn to the ground. There are enough clients for everyone, even if there is a new competitor in town as soon as they, you know, leave and go start up their own one. But like I said, not everyone wants to do that. I think I have had in the nine years or nine and a half years now that I have had my business or my physical bricks and mortar salon, I haven't counted up my team members, but I think it might be somewhere in the vicinity of like 25 people have worked for me over over those nine years. I think it's around 23 or 25. And I've only had three that have gone out and started their own businesses Two were just from home or maybe one was from home and one was renting a room somewhere. I never hear anything about them. I didn't really notice a massive drop in clientele or anything like that when they left. So it was no big deal. You know, if they want to do that, that's fine. I'm happy for them. You know, I hope they do well. One did leave in the beginning. I have spoken about this on the podcast before, but she started her own salon and to this day, it's still open, still successful, really great business. And, you know, she has a few girls. I did notice a big drop in the clientele when she left. I think she took about 20 people. And even when I say a big drop, it wasn't a big drop. Like 20 people is really only half a week's work every two to three weeks for one person. So we were struggling to accommodate those extra clients that were left behind when she left anyway, until I could hire someone new. So I didn't mind. It wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened to me in in my business. At the time, I did think it was, but looking back now, it really wasn't. But my point is, some people want minimal responsibility. Some people want a lot of responsibility. They're comfortable with it. They're happy with it. You know, those people might actually go out and start their own business. And then there's other people who don't want any responsibility. They just want to come in, do their work and go home. And I love those people. And if you are not personality testing prospective staff, please start. I talk about this inside of Salon Goals. I go right into hiring a team, choosing the right candidate, you know, interviewing, going through all the steps, you know. So if you are interested in doing my Salon Goals course, I am releasing it as a self-paced course. So they're not going to be actually 
a group coaching program anymore where it's taught live. It's going to be self-paced and online. So if you want to jump on the salon goals train, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know and I will add your name to the wait list and let you know as soon as it launches. So, you know, stop thinking everyone wants to have their own business. Not everyone is like you. And let me tell you, you're going to stay stuck if you don't hire. Your income is capped. You can only work a certain amount of hours. You are a service provider. Okay, there's only a certain amount of hours in the day. There is only a certain amount of energy that you have to actually service your clients. So you're going to be stuck. Unless you're some lash artist or brow artist, makeup artist to the stars, to famous people, and you're charging yourself out at, you know, ridiculous amounts per hour. And I'm just going to pull myself up there and no amount is ridiculous. You know, I had in my head then $400, $500. If you're, if you're, if you're charging that for your, you know, your services, that's awesome. Go you, girlfriend. You know, you can definitely charge that. If people are willing to pay you, if you're in that high demand, and you can put your prices up to that amount, go you. But still, there's always going to be a glass ceiling. You're always going to get to that point where you can't go higher because you charge for your time. So you will be stuck, you won't be able to grow, and you will burn out. You'll decide that you don't want to do this 40 or 50 hours a week anymore, plus all the other things that come with being a beauty business owner. So you will need to hire. Stop feeling scared. Just do it. Rip the band-aid off. If you need help, please reach out. I offer one-on-one coaching as well and group coaching. So if you need help with this, please send me a DM or you can shoot me an email at hello at laurenlappin.com.au. And lastly, if you do have a team and you're holding back from training them fully, you know, you're not sharing every little last, you know, secret you know, to how you deal with your clients or how you attach the lashes or how you, your special way of fanning or or whatever, whatever it is. If you are holding back because you believe that person might end up better than you or, you know, they're going to take your secrets and, you know, start their own business and, and, you know, do all that, please stop. Your team will feel, they'll feel it. They'll know that you're holding back and they're not going to be able to do their jobs properly. They're not going to be able to service your salon clients exactly like the way you would and your business is not going to grow. If they're providing subpar services, people will still only want you and they're not going to want to go to your team. So what's the point in hiring anyway? So don't hold back from training. Invest in your team. Invest in training. Invest in knowledge. Invest your time into managing them, into motivating them, into incentivizing them so that they will want to stay working for you for a longer period of time. Make the vibes in your salon good. Make it a happy place where people want to stay. Anyway, that is all I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, as always, please feel free to shoot me a DM. My Instagram, if you're not following me already, is at laurenlappin underscore, but everything that I always talk about and all my links are always in the show notes under the podcast. And if you haven't done so already, if you really love this episode, please leave me a rating and review. I read all of them and I love it when I get them. So if you haven't done it already and you love this show, you get a lot out of it, please take 30 seconds just to leave me one. But that is all I've got for you today and I will see you online soon.